guys, it's Dean with the Two Party Podcast. We are going live. Um, so today we've got our uh, our our nine twenty eight twenty news breakdown. Um, so I have scoured uh, different areas of the internet to bring you guys the uh, headline news. And I say headline news because I typically just kind of go through the headlines. I'll read a little bit of of each article as needed, uh, kind of give some meat to it, but um, at the end of the day, there's a lot going on in our wonderful world, um, and so I'm, I like to uh, bring this uh, in between guest interviews and different things we do on the show here at Two Party Podcast, um, I like to bring these news headlines, I like to keep our audience updated, uh, we have audience all around the world, and I like to keep them updated um, on not just what we're seeing in our side of the media, but I get a lot of reports and emails back from other uh, areas around the globe. And so I like to hear what they're getting in their press about America, and I also like to see what we're getting in our press um, as a comparison, because uh, we know we're in a a hot election uh, climate right now, a heavy, heavy, hot atmosphere. And what we have is, this is it. This is down to the wire, mudslinging time. This is this is when all elections and campaigns get crazy, uh, right down to the last day. And so I thought it would be a good time today, while I had an opportunity, to go ahead and get our news breakdown for the day. Uh, get that out of the way. I've got some other stuff I'm working on uh, this afternoon. Hopefully, if I have time. Um, but I want to thank you guys for heading over to our YouTube page. Uh, we've got some new subscribers coming in, new viewers. Uh, I've got new content going up. I'm just I'm working on different editing stuff, uh, just trying to get some of this content up. Um, so that being said, thank you guys for heading over to our YouTube like I asked over the weekend and on Friday. Uh, I'd really appreciate anyone else that could go over there and show some support. All you got to do is go over there. Uh, you can click through the videos, check out the videos, um, which, is, which obviously helps us out, but also just subscribing. So if you could go to our YouTube at Two Party Podcast and subscribe, that would be awesome. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, all the social platforms. We're there, Parlor, uh, you name it. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the platforms where you want to hear our podcast or hear platforms of, of audio. Um, you'll find us there. And so on that note, let's go ahead and get started. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with, it looks like I'm starting world news, and we'll work our way back to some of the more uh, local kind of stuff going on in the world. Uh, North Korea, we talked about this on the last news breakdown. Uh, North Korea, uh, apparently a South Korean uh, government official or, or a person was on a boat, it was a government boat, uh, this person was taken, shot, and burned, and disposed of. And North Korea, surprisingly, uh, they issued an apology for the situation, um, but you know, uh, you know how when someone apologizes to you, it's just not genuine. Um, so Kim Jong Un apologized, and now we're hearing that North Korea is accusing South Korea of crossing the disputed boundary line to find the dead official. So now it's like we killed your guy, you guys are in the wrong because he crossed the line. Uh, and, and again, we talked about this, but the, the, the real argument that goes on in North Korea, South Korea, that's been going on for, for years, is borders, uh, which is almost everything over in that area in the, in the world, uh, is borders. It's, everybody's 
arguing over is where the where the territory line is. And uh, unfortunately, this is you know, giving away an acre a mile, giving away whatever it may be, a couple miles. Uh, these people are worth it's just worth having a war for your entire existence and just continuing to kill people over it. Um, crazy that we're in 2020 even have to deal with that. So that's the North Korea, not really the biggest topic story, but I just thought it was a cool highlight to follow up with our uh, previous apology we got. Uh, this one, again, Switzerland Switzerland votes to create um, a, a national fraternity league. Now, I found that a lot of people might be like, well, why the hell Dean talking about uh, fraternity league? Uh, because I think that's a very important thing. Um, maybe I'm weird, but I, I find it, you know, in this nation, women state's a little different, each insurance is a little different. Uh, women get a certain amount of time to, you know, they get their maternity leave, they get a little bit of time to have the baby, enjoy the baby, get the baby through uh, that little infant stage. Um, and I find it very important um, that mothers get time to nurture uh, at that age uh, for birth. And, and I don't I don't think there should be, I, I know everybody needs to get back to work, and mothers as well, um, depending on if they're in a two income, single income, whatever it is. And, I, and you know, you got to be thankful for companies that support maternity leave and uh, have an insurance policy that's in place. Versus, I know how it used to be uh, when my mom was, was growing up. We were kids in school and stuff. I'd always hear about the the mother that got pregnant and, and oh, she didn't want her boss to know and uh, she didn't want to get laid off, or the lady that got pregnant and got laid off. And so it's just one of those where I'm glad we're in a better day and age. Um, and in Switzerland leading the platform here, and I know there's other countries that do it as well, um, but it, it, it interests me to know that there's a country that's still pushing for uh, a nationwide fraternity leave, uh, which I think is great. And, and I know I've heard of one country, and I don't know who it is and where it is, but this topic has popped up over the research a little better for you guys. Um, but there's one where uh, the male and the female can both have fraternity leave, they can actually alternate. Um, like one can stay home, the other can and it's by nation rule or law or whatever legal for them to do so, and it gives them both, the father and the mother, an opportunity to stay home and nurture the child, um, as well as it supports the other one going back to work. Uh, it, it's just a great idea. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there, guys. Uh, I think that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, I wish America had better benefits uh, for paternity or uh, maternity leave, whatever it could be. Uh, so that being said, um, America could face uh, American could face prison in Thailand over negative reviews. So apparently this guy gave a negative review of a resort in Thailand, and uh, he's facing prison time. So, and I think I've said this before, uh, there's, a, there's a point in, uh, pardon me, there's a point when uh, other countries, you know, where we take advantage or take, um, well, I guess for lack of a better term, we tend to, in this nation, take, take uh, for granted what we have. And this is an instance where you can, you can look at that and reflect on that. We, we uh, as a nation, take for granted what we, what we have for freedom, what we have for our laws, even, and, uh, and just our everyday routine. Uh, we are able to go on Google. We are able to go do reviews for anything. Uh, there's you know, Yelp reviews and, and Angie's List and all this different stuff. There's all these different stuff. You can go online and you can, you can five star or you can bash the places. 
and there's no repercussion to you other than you might get a couple people trolling on you and just, just like supporting it and in support of the business. And um, so it's very important to remember what we take for granted here because something as silly as like, what if you were traveling in Thailand and you went to stay in this resort and just had a miserable nightmare of an experience and you, you wanted to put it online. And you did, and next thing you know, you're, you find yourself in a Thailand jail or prison. Uh, so just be aware, folks. Um, everything you cry about, everything you hear in the media, that everybody's barking and crying and picketing and protesting and rioting and burning stuff down for, uh, it could be a lot, lot worse. Uh, so just, just kind of my perspective on that. Uh, Polaris. So in Polaris, there's been non-stop protests going on. So tens of thousands of people uh, in, in people's inauguration. So they detained, uh, 200 people have been detained during protests in support of an opposition leader, Svetlana Tsitanovskaya. Uh, I'm really not good with those long names like that. Um, so anyhow, Belisarian police detained 200 people out of tens of thousands of the streets in support of opposition leader uh, Svetlana. I believe it back. Days after the country's strongman president states a secret inauguration. Uh, ahead of Sunday's march, the top opposition telegram uh, channel, Next Alive, which has, was, which has more than 2 million subscribers, urged Belisarians to stage a symbolic secret inauguration of the real president. Now I'm reading this off of the Al Jazeera website news. Uh, so the opposition movement calling for an end to President Alexander Lukashenko's rule for So the people are basically this is just boils down to people are sick of it. They're, they're like, hey, we, we don't like this guy, we don't like his policies. Uh, you have a big, a big majority in that nation that's like, okay, we're done with this guy. Uh, time for the next person to step up. And apparently they want this uh, Svetlana lady um, or and so it's just interesting. Um, Again, this is another one of those, like, we, we are kind of seeing something like this in our nation where you have a giant a group of people at push to remove or to get President Trump out of office. And let's be real, uh, in these other nations, there's a reason, you know, this guy's probably a shady, this guy's probably a famous secret inauguration. There could be things going on. We don't know that, but that's what we're being told by the media. That's our story. And unfortunately, some of these sources are just propaganda. Some of these sources are really overthrowing government. And, and a lot of people pay a lot of money into overthrowing these people uh, because they have policies or lobbying stuff they want to get through. They want legislation to put through that support or help them. So in, the, in a nutshell, um, it, it, this could be one of those situations or it really could be that Lashenko is just not a good dude and they're just, just the people are tired. The difference you have here, as opposed to uh, what you have going on in our nation, is that in our nation you have people that are, with the media that are pushing a propaganda and a negative narrative, you have a false, original, false claim against the president that he absolutely with Russia, which we know now is false, which has proven, the facts have proven it to be false. Uh, it's all made up campaign smear thing. Um, and so you have here, you have the same thing. Unfortunately, uh, what they don't have there is, is they don't really have the support of the laws. 
similar to what we have here that will provide justice, democracy, provide a diplomatic solution as to why uh, why a president should be removed. And we have a, a, a supposed alleged equal balance of power, so you have three-tier government that, that allegedly going to hold each other accountable, um, what, which we see as a failure day in and day out with Congress. Um, so, you know, here are the differences. You actually have this fake media narrative that Donald Trump is the worst president and that he needs to get out of office. And, it, and, and they make it sound like the overwhelming popularity of people want him out. And what the reality is, is this president has more support and more uh, back, backing than most any president we've ever seen as far as, like, at, at the beginning of it, we all were skeptical. Even the ones that voted for him um, were very skeptical about how he was going to lead the nation. They were very skeptical about uh, the, the opposition push, if he was able, even able to get anything done. Which I still have been completely amazed that if you go to the whitehouse.gov and you look at presidential uh, actions, you'd be amazed at 163 plus pages of actions this man's gotten in the face of complete opposition from, from the left. And so it is quite amazing, and I think he's done a really good job. And no matter how you feel personally about the guy, uh, and his administration, his daughter is really doing a great job. Uh, her husband is doing a great job. Uh, Mike Pompeo is doing a great job internationally, uh, really bringing things home for us. And uh, it's really just, just kind of closing deals and sealing off things that, that were just open-ended uh, nonsense over the session. Uh, no matter what your opinion is of President Trump, uh, do not be, don't let your bias of who he is or what the past stories of the bankruptcies and the taxes and this and that, don't let that interfere with doing real research and looking at what, as a president and a leader, he has actually done. And then compare that to who you're going to vote, if, if you're going to vote for Biden. If, if it's really, if you can really weigh that out. Uh, in, in eight years of Biden being vice president, he's really got to weigh out how much he did as a vice president. And vice presidents don't typically do a whole lot. They're, they're involved in a little, a little bit of foreign policy and this and that. I mean, they're supposed to do something. But at the end of the day, uh, in eight years, you, what I noticed was that Obama kind of kept him in the closet, kind of kept him on the hush. Uh, and when he did come out, it was always a, a, a news scandal. It was always, a, oh, he slipped and said something stupid again. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't want that. You know, the, the president's the face of our nation and, and kind of a puppet, if you will, for politics for our nation and, and for for the three-tier government that we have. And I don't know. I, you know, Donald Trump's not really the face I wanted either. But at the end of the day, he, he's making do his promises, you know, he's completing what he said he would do on a campaign trail. And I don't know or see of anything that, that Biden is, is showing us or proving to us that, that he's done. Uh, good morning, Brian. I see you out there, buddy. Uh, you're probably out there hard at work or getting ready to go to work, man. Love you. Love your family. Um, I'll catch you. I will actually need to call you and catch up with you. So I'll give you a buzz. Um, so that being said, you know, I know where I'm going to vote, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to be one to sway your vote, but I'm, I will present you with the facts. And in my perspective, I don't see a candidate Biden or Harris. Um, but it's going to step up and do a third of what Trump's done in his first uh, his first term, and and as much as he's done with opposition, 
Um, now, if these people stepped in and they had everything going for them, uh, they might accomplish a lot, but it, a lot of what they're going to accomplish is tearing down what's already in place. And that, that goes with any uh, presidential change transition. Uh, you know, you're going in, you're either going to leave in place the good stuff or you're going to tear down the last guy's stuff. And so your first term, you really, the first two years, I've always said this, and I think it's probably pretty true, the first two years, uh, historically, in, in presidential office, uh, most people, most presidents never get anything done in the first two years of their four years. And there's a reason for that, because A, they're getting in the saddle, uh, B, they're, they're learning what they can and can't do, and they're learning what they can and can't legislate, um, and how the process works. So there's a lot of transition in, in learning and figuring it out and getting in the saddle and getting the controls down. And once they do that, they're in place. Um, Donald Trump, right from the get-go, started right off uh, jumping in there and really trying to get busy. And some of it backfired and hit him in the face. Some of it, you know, there were some Obama holdovers that, that were working, and they, they really just meant to undermine his position. And a lot of it, he, he, I think he rushed in and didn't know what was going on right away. Like every other president, it takes time to transition. I think he rushed in with, with things he wanted done. And these other people kind of opposed and thought, well, this is crazy. This isn't how it happens or how it has happened. And I think that's where he got his opposition. But the president's done a lot in, in four years that most presidents in two would need to do. Um, so that being said, let's step up to the next one here. Uh, Azerbaijan, wherever that is in Armenia, uh, fight over disputed region as tanks destroyed and helicopters shot down. So apparently there's been 39, if I'm not mistaken, 39 people killed. I read about this earlier. Um, Basically, the Armenian de uh, Defense Ministry said an air and artillery attack on civilian settlements, including the regional capital of uh, Stepanakert. Stepan uh, they're, they're, they're having a major invasion or a battle there. Nikol Pashinin, Azerbaijan, has launched a missile and arrow attack against art artifact. Uh, peaceful settlements, including Stepanakert. Helicopters down and three UAVs destroyed three tanks. Uh, we stay strong next to our army uh, to protect our motherland. So there's a little invasion going on over here. That's what's going on in Armenia. So if you're in Armenia, um, I pray for you and I hope you're not in this war form invasion area. Um, but it does say that, that uh, let's see, let's see, Nagorno is mainly uh, ethnic Armenian. Inside of Azerbaijan, uh, which declared its independence in 1991. So basically, this is a it's been a free nation since 91 or, or uh, area, and now it looks like these people are either coming back in to take it back, or somebody else is just coming to overthrow. And so I, I hate hearing these war stories. Uh, another thing I, I enjoy about President Trump is he's getting. I'm watching video of this right now. Uh, Border clash killing 39 creates this fresh fear of all out war. You know, I, I love that President Trump's taking time to really get the, uh, get our troops home where we can and where we need to and still be able to protect our country nationwide and at home. Uh, but most importantly, I think it's uh, it's great that we're, we don't see a president that's just pushing the war agenda. Um, and I know there's a lot of people in the Pentagon, a lot of people in big government uh, that have been in for years. Um, 
you know, war used to be it. I mean, that was where we profited. Uh, nations, not just us, all nations profited in war. Uh, you went in, you took resources, you took land, you, uh, you overthrew an area, offset them, put back in policies that kind of help benefit you for import export. And due to some of the war regulations, like when you bomb a country, you have to go back and rebuild it type thing, sort of a NATO uh, act, uh, for lack of a better term. Some of that is where war is possible. You know, you go in, you bomb an area where, let's say, it's just a high, uh, let's say it's an oil-rich area, and you go in and you bomb an oil-rich area, and you just wipe it out and take over the area, and you start reestablishing a new government in that area because you can't just smoke a ton of it. Um, you have to help rebuild, and in order, and, and in the midst of helping rebuild, you are basically able to siphon or funnel that resources, or work with setting up something in place for export imports. So there's a lot of things politically people don't understand and don't realize. That's been going on for years, but I'm glad to hear that we're not in a situation where we're, we're overseas warring like these people are being invaded, the U.S. has to come step in. I'm glad we're not doing that. Um, this is a local story. TPD finds suspect dead at home um, after another person dies in a shooting. So what we have here is, um, sorry about that, phone rang. Uh, two people are dead after a man shot his neighbor and then turned the gun on himself. Um, so this is a resident in the Tulsa neighborhood near Lewis and Admiral. Uh, woke up in a chaotic scene. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Shot his neighbor, identified as 38-year-old Zachary Rivera. Um, they started shooting, shooting pepper balls. I guess it was loud. Uh, this is the neighbor um, So apparently Kimberly was in the neighborhood. He knew the victim, but his father. Um, so it sounds like a pretty horrific situation. Anytime somebody dies, you just shot a tail kid. Um, but this one, uh, I was reading this one off for, uh, for some of our Tulsa listeners. Uh, this is just close to home. We have a lot of shootings here in Tulsa, man. I don't know, uh, usually I'll say on these reports what number of homicide we're on. Uh, just how it is here. Uh, I don't see it on this report. Uh, I don't remember what we're up to on homicide in Tulsa. But, but you know, Tulsa's just a hot, hot spot for gangs, uh, there's a lot of youth violence, there's a youth crime, and uh, it's, it's got some bad areas, uh, just like any city, any state, and uh, it's got some great areas as well. Um, but that being said, we get a lot of shootings uh, here, random, as well as uh, you know, drive-by or just walk up and shoot people. Uh, you see a lot of that, a lot of hit and run, a lot of, a lot of home invasions, there's a lot of drug activity north side. Uh, it's rough. So I just I like to bring those stories for our local audience. Uh, maybe somebody's familiar with that or close to the ball. Devin agrees to buy Tulsa-based WEX Energy new company to Tulsa Mississippi. So they move from company to buy it. So we're buying WTX for 2.56. Um, so what this I, I was gonna bring this up because uh, it does say WTX employs 400 people in Tulsa. So they're gonna move it from I guess Tulsa over to or maybe just move their branch here uh, and then move so what that does is, I thought that was a good thing to report for our audience here local too, because that provides jobs. Uh, that's going to help with our local economy uh, business. Road closures in downtown Bigsby, more on Monday and Tuesday. This is another local story for those of you paying attention uh, locally. Um, that being said, um, downtown Bigsby's been under construction for a while. They're re re basically renovating and, and uh, revamping the whole downtown and bring it up to a more of a, a 
guess, a more modern look um, and more modern downtown, make it more, I guess, better for people to come in and drink Congress. And so they've been working on this for a while. Uh, don't, for a second, think this is something new. This is the road closures in downtown Big have been going on for months now. Uh, everybody in town is complaining about the construction, especially with the businesses that are affected there because the clients can't get in the park. Um, but overall, when this project, if we all just hold out and be patient, this project is all done and said and done, it will be a really amazing cool little downtown area, which it already is. Uh, this construction won't be so Everybody hang in there. Uh, now, Project Veritas is planning about Ihan, uh, Omar, and illegal and illegal ballot harvesting. So, Project Veritas uh, is a I guess you could say right-wing or just conservative group of people that investigate different political uh, operatives or political uh, topics. And so what they do, mostly what, what they do that they become basically well-known for is they go into the hot mic and they basically video and investigate. They do investigative journalism, but they go in and they actually get deep into it. They investigate, they report, and they get behind the scenes uh, to the point where they'll like volunteer to be like part of a And they go in there and they record it and they, they mic it so that they can get the audio. And so what happened was, I watched this yesterday, uh, there's a video of some guy who's rolling around and he's apparently got, uh, his name is Jamal Ogden, uh Mohammed says in the video, oh goodness, for just Jamal so anyhow, this guy's riding around, he's got like freaking 300, he says, ballots on his dashboard uh, where he harvested them. Now, what is the problem with, I've said it before, ballot harvesting is where somebody literally comes to your house and grabs your ballot and it's in their possession. To me, is a horrible situation and uh, should not be done. Uh, if it doesn't go through a federal, if it doesn't go through the Postal Service, it doesn't go from your hand to the election board, and it doesn't go from the election board to you, um, or another governing authority, uh, I would not trust handing it off to anyone knocking at my door to pick up a ballot, uh, especially any kind of third party. Apparently there's a law in the books uh, in Minnesota uh, that if you're going to pick up ballots by law, you're only allowed to pick up three ballots. And so this guy, apparently they're picking up, they've got like 300 of them. Some of them are blank, some of them they're filling out. Um, and that's the story that Veritas is providing. Uh, they, did, they did reach out to one of the local, I think it was a local AD or prosecutor, and the guy did say he would like to look into it because it is violation of the law, uh, because they have the three ballot rule there. Um, so, uh, he had to say, so there, there's been, there's been a lot, if you watch the video, look it up, it's, it's Project Veritas, look it up, and so on the video he mentioned, the guy mentioned on there, one of the people they're interviewing, mentions that the money that's being paid out for this this fraud is being done by Omar and uh, the, the, the congresswoman. And so it, it's really apparently they're, what they're doing is kind of trying to get her the, win her the election and overthrow for her opposition. And and, it, and apparently there's it, been a lot of balance standards already at the law or whatever. And there was a lady that even reported that like people just show up at the door and they're bags of cash to do this. And so um, just, just keep following that story. Uh, Project Veritas 
documents unveiled. Now, I'm reading some of the stuff I'm reading right now to close out here because i got to go. Um, I'm reading this stuff off to... Uh, I'm reading this stuff off because this is the stuff you're not going to find in the news. And that, why do I say that? It's because I, I started searching for some of the stuff that I saw over the weekend on different groups and different social media sites. And it's not front page. It's not top trending news. And it really should be. Um, but unfortunately, with our media is so anti-Trump, they're not going to put this stuff out there because uh, they have been the ones reporting this stuff as true, and now we're starting to find out it's not true. So that being said, what we have here is the new document further unveiled Democrats and Russiagate. So what Russiagate is, is the, uh, we already know, it's, it's, uh, and I'll, let me just read the article a little bit. Uh, a, number, a number of recent documents re, uh, released shine new lights on Russiagate. Uh, that conspiracy theory peddled by the Obama administration, the Democratic Party, aligned media, and I'm reading this off of popular resistance. Um, I just clicked one of them, so it's just random. I didn't do it, but she is my favorite. It's just literally unbelievable. I had one of the fine. Obama administration, the Democratic Party, aligned media, and deep state actors opposed to President Trump alleged that Trump was in cahoots with Russia. This information campaign has the purpose of sabotaging the president. To some extent, uh, it has worked as intended, but due to the legal investigation of the, the whole affair, much more is now known which has conspired against Trump. Um, some of these agents under FBI Director Comey, who used to, uh, who used to easily debunk steel dossier paid for by the Department of the Democratic Party and gained by the court warrant that allowed them to spy on Trump's campaign. It now turns out that the main source of the dossier they used was a shady actor who the FBI had earlier investigated uh, for an alleged connection to Russian intelligence. So when they're saying that Trump conspired or, or worked within cahoots with Russia, the facts that come, are coming out is that the FBI agents investigating and pushing this narrative were the ones that were using a Russian agent and or Russian intelligence doctor up this whole thing. So back it says, primary source of the steel dossier will be subject of, uh, of an early counterintelligence investigation by the FBI. And those facts were known to Crossfire Hurricane Team as early as December 2015, according to new release documents from the Justice Department that were uh, first reported by CBS. Between May 2009 and 2011, the FBI maintained investigations of the individual who later would be identified as Christopher Steele's primary subsource, uh, the two-page FBI memo states, the FBI commenced this investigation based on information by the FBI indicating that the primary subsource may be a threat to national security. So, I'm not going to keep reading into this. You guys can go read into this. Popular resistance, I encourage you to uh, read into this article and read into more of the facts from this Russiagate thing because the media is not going to tell that to you. And I, I discussed at the beginning of this live, um, we have uh, the election coming up, we have a lot of much funding going on. Uh, this has nothing to do with, in my opinion, this has nothing to do with the current election. But this does bring some light to the fact that uh, the Democratic Party, the former administration, did use our government weaponizing against Trump and to overthrow the election, as well as to discredit and, and obstruct the president go on the whole entire four years. And I feel that people should be held accountable. Uh, was the Russian probe the most corrupt 
U.S. Uh, investigation effort. This is an article from issueinsights.com. Uh, it's an interesting one you might want to check out. The classified uh, documents were requested by the Senate Judiciary uh, Chair Lindsey Graham show the primary trust source of the document, uh, the Trump dossier, created by former Rose Steele, wasn't actively investigated by the FBI. So, at the end of the day, this is kind of a follow-up article to the one I just read, um, but this one confirms uh, for those that just want to say, you know, they, they just want the news, they don't really, don't really look up anything. This is all going on <coughs> public record in Congress with the Congressional Committee doing this. So, you can look this up as fact. You can deny it all you want, uh, but it, it happened. It, it, the facts are there. The paperwork's there. The public record is there. The investigation and evidence is there in congressional record, uh, whether it's redacted or whether it's not, whether it's still held as secret right now. Uh, excuse me. Uh, so the story we've heard about the Russia gate and, and, the, and the Russian hoax and all this stuff uh, is true. Uh, all, everything that was said about Russia hoax being a hoax this is all a planned uh, political campaign ploy. And so I encourage you guys to really do your work and really do your, your research. And, and whenever you're going to push, if you're on the left and you're going to keep debating and pushing people and saying, uh, well, what about Russia, blah, 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 and that should come back to every little rebuttal or debate, uh, I encourage you to stop.
uh, so they can defame them or, or add some pollution to his character. Uh, at the end of the day, what they found, or what was reported, is that in the past, like, four years or something, he's reported uh, $750 in payment taxes, and that's it. And allegedly, for so many odd years, uh, he didn't pay much. And I just, you know, I'm not a tax guy, for those of you that are, uh, but as a good businessman, and I, I like to think that I've built enough businesses bottom, lost them, built them, sold them, built them, lost them, built them, shut them down. Uh, so I've dealt with taxes quite a while, uh, not personally, I always have a CPA in mind. That's why good businessmen, especially when you're like on his level, dealing with the amount of money that he deals with, and loans, and returns, and whatever, lawsuits, uh, you gotta, you got to have somebody doing your taxes for you guys. Don't, you know, turbo tax sounds great if you're just a single person living on your own and you're just trying to get your tax return, but reach a level where you're running a business and there's so much you can do to write off and this and that other. That's why you do it. So would a good businessman get a CPA and you could get have his good CPA do all the legal loopholes for taxes he did? Yes. Uh, I would encourage it. In the past four years he paid in supposedly seven hundred fifty dollars if these are even good tax records. Somebody told me my source told me that this is uh, what they leaked was was a variation of some information from the past four years, but most of it was older, 2016 and before uh, taxes. And I would say this probably got leaked by somebody inside the investigation of uh, that's been trying to, with the Supreme Court here, and trying to get this resolved or, or uh, exposed. So I, I would think this is kind of a political, obviously it's a political thing. Uh, but the fact in four years he's paid $750,000 in taxes, and we know publicly, you know, this isn't hidden, this isn't something we had to go to court over. We know publicly he, he donates every check uh, since he's been in presidency. When he became president, he had to sign over all his official businesses and all his stuff into his, his kid's name or into his family, whoever's running the businesses. He had to walk away from that to be president. Because uh, he's not allowed to have run a business, have money in his name because he just looks bad for president. Uh, so that being said, um, the guy in four years, since he's handed off his money, he really hasn't had income then, has he? He can claim that he's had income, but he donates that income, which is a tax write-off. Um, because he's donating it to agencies or he's donating it to foundations or whatever he's donating it to. Uh, we also know that as a good business person, even when you're running your business, if you're running a big business, doctors do this a lot, uh, lawyers do this a lot. You're running big business, you do a lot of tax write-offs throughout the year. Uh, donate to foundations or organizations. Uh, and we know that Trump did that a lot with his businesses. Uh, without even having to keep a real form, tax reform in front of me, uh, I can tell you just from my own prep, my own personal experience, uh, my CPA would be looking for all of that as well. Uh, anything you can write off in a tax year, it, it just benefits you. That's just being smart. That's not being stupid. That's not being a, a tax evader. That's using the, the tax code that's in place, which, again, uh, taxation is that. Uh, I think taxes is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Uh, I, I know we need taxes to support you know, our infrastructure and different things, but I, 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 it's very obvious over the, the past decades and more than that, uh, dozens of decades, that our tax money has been 
agree for it to be useful. And so, at the end of the day, I, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of more of it, but there's already been at least three or four media outlets that have already taken that New York Times or New York Post uh, article that came out, if you ever leaked it to them. They've already come out and started debunking it today. Um, just like everything that's been thrown at Donald Trump, it's just most likely will be debunked uh, because, again, this is the most investigated president in our lifetime and, and probably in the history of presidency. And more than Nixon or anyone, and they've not found anything on it. And so they're going to continue to, to look. If you look hard enough at somebody, you're going to find something they did wrong. Nobody's perfect. And so these taxes, if this is their next step, is the taxes is the, is the a political smear for the campaign leading up to it. And then this is uh, going to be lead into maybe the possibility of the low-season second impeachment. There's no, I mean, you're standing on water. You're not, there's no solid ground here. Uh, so I don't see, in a portion of what I find interesting is that the media that reported it is not going to be held accountable for a legal, if somebody, I understand the media has a duty and a right to support, uh, or I mean, to report things. Uh, I have media credentials. There's certain things that somebody would bring to me and have brought to me in the past that I wouldn't divulge. Um, there's certain things that you just, you know, you have moral perpetuity, you have moral character not to. And if somebody comes to me with somebody else's personal information, um, whether it's the President of the United States or whether it's something that goes to around the corner, um, I don't feel that it's my obligation or right morally to put somebody's personal information and finances out in public. Um, and while we, that's been a historical thing for presidents and people running for campaigns to do just to make themselves look good. My perspective on it is if I was running for president and you asked me for my taxes, I'm going to tell you to beat, you know, beat it. <clears throat> because it's none of your business what my personal If you want to know all about me, I'd be as transparent as possible. But, and Trump pretty much is. He's pretty transparent. Um, there's certain things he's very reserved on. And, and there's, there, they may, there's deeper reasons why. Um, everybody in every family and every business or family business, uh, there's, there's things that go on and, and there's things you want out and things you don't want out. And, and I'm sorry, uh, president or not president, it's nobody's business uh, if the things he doesn't want out. Um, especially when it all boils down to the things that people want out about him uh, is going to be used for political smears. And that's basically all this is. This is another one of the Nancy Pelosi wrap-up smears by using the media. So what we've done is we've, we've pushed for years the taxes, we need the taxes, we want to get the taxes, blah, 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 about the taxes. And then we just throw in the media and say, there's something about, about his taxes, but obviously everything we've said about Trump's true. And that's what they're trying to push. And it's, you know, it's, it's a false narrative. Um, I've got to get off of here, folks. Um, I've got some other things I've got to do today. Uh, appreciate all you guys chiming in and all the people that were messaging uh, me while I'm doing live. Uh, a lot. Of, I, I get more messaging. Uh, I want. I want more of you guys to, to try to hit me up in the comments. Um, and I appreciate Brian did it. I, I see Brian out there um, and a few others. But uh, a lot of you guys like to message me, and I appreciate it. I really do. Um, but it's easier for you to comment, and then you not have to get any messenger after so much. So that being said, um, I appreciate it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try to get back on here. I've got a few things I want to try to post up today. 
again, please show your support and love. Go to YouTube if you have an account. If you don't, all you need is a Google account or just you can sign up for a YouTube without a Google account. Um, please do. Um, go to Two Party Podcast. Subscribe to our page. Uh, we've got more content coming up. Um, I promise you it's going to get more interesting. Um, find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Parler. Uh, we're on everything. Me, we, there's, there's all these different ones we're on. Uh, basically, any social platform you can find us. Twitch, uh, Tumblr, we're on them all. Uh, hit us up. Uh, give us a like, share, follow on all of those. Subscribe. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Soundcraft, SoundCloud. Uh, I'm on Podchaser for those of you that, that are uh, other podcasters and stuff. Um, the other thing is I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for uh, some more comedians. Uh, Jim Brewer would be great. Jessica Basho, I know you're out there. Um, I'd like to talk to Jim Brewer, try to get him on. Uh, somebody that we kind of grew up with. And... Uh, I've met him a couple times when he was in Palm Harbor. Uh, I'd like to get Jim on the show, man. I, I like, I follow him. I like his perspective on, on the COVID and the pandemic stuff. I see like, some of the stuff he posts. It's just kind of funny. And I like when he goes on and does live and gives his perspective. So I'd like to get Jim Brewer at some point. Um, but I'm, I've got a couple comedians lined up. But I'd like to get some more comedians on the show. I'm also looking for musicians. So no matter where you're at and you're seeing this or you're hearing this or somebody's watching this and tell someone they know, uh, I'd love to have some musicians uh, contact me. You can reach me directly at twopartypodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to have you on as a guest. We record remotely, so if you have social anxiety like most people uh, these days, you can just email me. We record remotely. You can be in the same room with me. We can do it from, you can be in Africa, uh, Australia, and we can do this. We can record audio. Um, so get with me if you're a musician. I'm looking for comedians. Musicians and fighters. Uh, if you're a boxer, UFC type, MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, uh, I'm looking for a couple of those. Um, some top rank guys is great. But, you know, I just want to have have uh, a good guest interview with somebody who's in the industry. Um, if you're a business business owner, uh, hit me up. I'd love to promote your business locally as well as globally. Um, I'm here for you. Uh, I love promoting businesses, especially smaller businesses. Uh, again, Two Party Podcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, which is the number two party podcast.com. Um, hit me up on YouTube, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I can't I can't ask you guys enough. I can't thank you guys enough that have subscribed. Um, please continue to subscribe. We're trying to build that up and get that platform up so we can utilize that platform with our other platforms to bring you guys a better uh, presence online and give you guys you guys help build up YouTube, the more I can, I can spend more time putting the videos um, for you. Uh, so again, I'm getting off here. I've rambled enough for you. Uh, have a great Monday morning. Uh, I try to be positive anywhere I can, so I'm encouraging you guys to please have a great Monday, think positive, be positive, and most important, I try to encourage everybody, the most important thing I want you to do is help somebody today. That means giving them a hug, giving them a smile, giving them a compliment. That's what I want you to do. I encourage you to do. Go help other people, no matter what it is, help them. You see an old lady walking to pushing her cart from the grocery store to her car? Go offer to push the cart for her, even if she don't want you to. Um, I just encourage you to help other people. 
be the be the positive energy you want to see in this world. Uh, make the world the good that you want it to be or what it can be. So on that note, Ian Cutter, Two Party Podcast, signing off, man. Have a great one. Hey everybody, it's Dean with the Two Party Podcast. I just wanted to let you know when we started doing our show, uh, we, we started with a platform called Anchor. Now, Anchor will let you uh, edit and, and upload your, your podcast onto Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money because they distribute uh, and they all offer sponsorships. Uh, so it's a great platform to start with, and it's a great platform to use because it's just an all-in-one, everything, every tool you need to get started in the industry. Uh, so if you want to check it out, uh, again, it's Anchor, and it is a free platform. You guys have a great day. Team with Two Party Podcast out.